1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, Listen, there has been much reason to grieve over the past week. There has been much reason to look at the actions of others and say, how dare they? How dare they? How dare they? Uh, There are some uh, that are on the the other end of our fingers, as we point, that I think universally uh, deserve that condemnation. But if we are able to somehow put aside uh, some of the frustrations that we're feeling, uh, some of the the heartbroken feelings that uh, we've been experiencing, myself included. Uh, I have had a, a very hard time figuring out my thoughts on this whole deal. One of the ways that I have been able to not feel better about, because there is never going to be a time where you feel good, about what happened last week, and if you do feel good, you're in the wrong. But oftentimes when there are dark events, when there are dark chapters, you try to find uh, the aspects that shine a little bit of light on humanity and demonstrate that even in the worst of times that we've got people among us who will step up and do the right thing. I want to share a few of those examples with you here. Uh, Kevin McCarthy kind of kicked this effort off, minority leader in the House. He, uh, from the floor of the House, this is Wednesday. This is not long after those protesters and others stormed the Capitol, caused all that damage. Lives were lost. When the House and Senate resumed their business that evening, Kevin McCarthy was on the House floor and he had this to say.
2: We saw the worst of America this afternoon, yet in the midst of violence and fear, we also saw the best of America. It starts with our law enforcement, the Capitol Police, the National Guard. The FBI, the Secret Service, who faced the most difficult challenges but did their duty with confidence and strength, many of them are injured right now.
1: His words continued, again, this Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy from the floor of the United States House of Representatives just last Wednesday after members of Congress resumed their work in the House and the Senate. He then went on to talk about specific members of the House.
2: And it also extends to this chamber where both Democrats and Republicans showed courage, calm, and resolve. I'd like to recognize the members now who helped to hold the line. Mark Wayne Mullen, Tony Gonzalez, Jason Crow, Pat Fowler, and Troy Nells. Working with the Capitol Police, they ensured the floor of this chamber was never breached. These are the heroes among us.
1: You heard Leader McCarthy there make mention of Jason Crow. An Army combat veteran serving uh, his second term was the last lawmaker to leave House chambers after staying to help fellow representatives put on their escape hoods, and ultimately evacuate safely while Capitol Police officers were barricading the doors and drawing their weapons. You've seen that imagery. You've seen Capitol Police officers pointing their firearms out uh, and into and towards the crowd that would be rushing, if they had their way, rushing the floor of the house, a place where they ultimately did gain entry. And there were lawmakers themselves, uh, in particular this Jason Crow, Army combat veteran, Serving his second term, who stayed behind till the very end. Another example of quick thinking, heroism, and goodness and excellence comes in the form of uh, one Capitol Hill police officer, one member of the Capitol Police Force. There was a video. What I, I saw this uh, late Wednesday night after I got home after the broadcast day. I was sitting on the couch with my wife and we were uh, going through social media. And we were seeing the footage captured by those uh, who had in some cases made their way inside uh, the Capitol building. One video showed uh, a single member of the United States Capitol Police, initially what looked like fleeing, from a crowd of these intruders. The video is harrowing. He comes up, the officer does, he comes up a flight of stairs, the crowd descends on him, he, with some room to run, uh, runs again down a hallway, up some stairs, and then he's at a juncture. At the top of the stairs, as he awaits the approaching crowd, he has a choice to make. Do I run to the left? Where, if you remember the video, if you look down the hallway uh, to the officer's left, you can see daylight. There are doors. There is a way out of the building, at least. Or you can go to the right, down another hallway, toward another flight of stairs. Instead of moving towards the exit, Officer Eugene Goodman decided to draw them, the intruders, away and down that hallway away from the exit. Now, why? Why did he do that? When I watched this video the first time, I really just thought that it was the, I was witnessing the actions of a man simply running for his life and that wherever there was a path of least resistance down that way, he would follow and run. But some smart eyes have uh, reanalyzed this video, and you've likely heard uh, this narrative. As uh, Officer Goodman came to the top of the stairs and had that choice to make between turning left towards the uh, exit out of the building or to the right where there may be more intruders, the reason he didn't turn left was because to have done so would have drawn those intruders, towards the floor of the United States Senate, where he could see, and you can see in the video, that the doors were wide open. It wasn't a frantic officer running for his life. It was a tactical master knowing that he had a responsibility to protect that building and specifically any member of Congress or anyone deserving of his protection from these intruders. He drew the danger toward him and distracted it away from those he was charged to protect. He ultimately was able to emerge uninjured. He drew the crowd of protesters, intruders, however you want to phrase them. He drew them away. This violent mob. He drew them away and into the waiting hallway where other Officers of the United States Capitol Police were there ready to receive them. Officer Goodman demonstrated some excellence that day. Of the many stories that I will remember uh, to stem from this week, his will 100% be one of them. Just another minute left before the break. I want to share this last story and it comes from uh, a member of Congress himself, uh, Senator Andy Kim. Unlike many of the the colleagues of Representative, rather, I'm sorry, I called him a senator, Representative Kim, uh, a Democrat representing a portion of New Jersey. A- after after the Capitol building was cleared and after the work was done of that night, uh, for the most part, members of Congress went their separate ways. When the all-clear signal was given, home they went. Andy Kim did not. You know what he did? He stuck around and he made his way to the rotunda. That is the most identifiable place, the heart of of the Capitol building. And when Representative Kim arrived and looked to the ground, he saw water bottles, he saw broken furniture, he saw garbage and trash and discarded nonsense. And he looked around and his heart broke. And instead of leaving, he grabbed a trash bag and for the next number of hours, he stayed there and he cleaned up the Capitol building. He cleaned up the workplace that the people of New Jersey sent him to represent. It may have been symbolic. And sure, there's a crew responsible for taking care of the cleanup. But whatever little bit he could do, he did it. That's a lesson for us all. Quick break. When we return, we're finally going to talk about social media, specifically Twitter and the other outlets that have removed Donald Trump from their platforms. What's that mean for the future? We'll debate that next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.